better than get it if you hear me holler. Making moves another day, another dollar. On the grind, I'm living good. What you expect? Just another one hit of winning. You can say that. Listen, oh my God. Welcome, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Cashing in Dreams podcast. My name is Lawrence. I go by Lawrence's Cashing in Dreams. And tonight, tonight, we have a show for you guys. Denise the Broker. OMG, as some would say, right? When I tell you the, the, the research, digging into her story, this young lady has skyrocketed, and I am glad uh, and honored to have her on um, tonight's show. Um, listen, share this with anywhere uh, between two to five of your friends. I gladly would appreciate it. We are waiting for her to join the room. If you guys could just do me a favor, drop in the comments where you guys are, uh, where you guys are located. Drop in the comments where you guys are located while we're waiting for her to jump in the room. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you see me? See you loud and clear. The view is amazing. You are looking Thank right you. now. So, you know, I'll do what I can. I gotta show up. I gotta show up. <laughs> um, one of the things that I like to hear you say uh, in the wee hours of the night when I'm checking you on your Instagram, one of the things you say is, hello, CEOs. Can I, can I hear you? Hi, CEOs. What's going on? How y'all doing? I love it. I love it. Listen, we get ready to jump in. Thank you for joining the Cashing and Dreams podcast. Um, I am honored to have you on here. Um, when I reached out to you, um, I have been following you for some time and just looking at your journey and looking at what you've been up to. Mm -hmm. You are you are doing something special. Um, Thank you. The community. And I want to just tell you before we jump in, keep doing what you're doing. Keep Thank doing what you're so doing. Much. Keep those blinders on and stay focused. And I'm getting goosebumps now. So I already know uh -huh. where we're getting ready to go. Let me, let, me, let me just jump into it. Denise Williams. Thank you so much. Mother, entrepreneur, CEO, author, teacher, Partner, go-getter, hustler, big, 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 big deal, true definition of getting it out the mud. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Denise, the broker. How's oh, it going? thank you so much. I'm honored. <laughs> Welcome. Um, let's go right into it. Take us back to Iowa, Georgia. How was it for young Denise? Walk us through your front door. What do you see, smell, and hear? Oh, wow. Taking it back. Hinesville, Georgia. I didn't even know you knew you knew I was from Hinesville. You've been doing your research. You've been doing your research. Um, Hinesville, Georgia. So I was obviously born and raised in Hinesville, Georgia. So, you know, it's an amazing journey. It's really helped me get to where I am. So I didn't grow up with much, like many people, you know, in our culture. Um, one of six children, you know, my parents did what they could to provide for us. Um, and it really is humble beginnings, truly, truly humble beginnings. Um, one of the things that stuck out to me most about my childhood was one of the things that I used to be the most embarrassed about, which was the fact that I slept in a bunk bed until I was 18 years old, uh, because we had to, you know, share clothes. We had to share rooms. We had to, you know, we just didn't come with a lot of money. Um, and so because of that experience, I always knew that I wanted to live a big life. I always knew I wanted a house that was going to be so big, I didn't even know anyone else was home with me because I'd never had privacy, <laughs> you know? I mean, think about dating when your little sister's in the room with you. You can't even be on the phone too late. She's going to snitch on you. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, so I always wanted that. And so that was where I feel like my first introduction to real estate was. I would always look at these other houses or go to my friends' houses and like admire them and like, dang, you know, and now looking back at it now, it's probably like a three hundred thousand dollar house. But to me, it was right. like a mansion back then. Right. So I always wanted things like that. So that was my introduction to real estate um at that point in my childhood. So yeah. Mm. I, I, I love I love it. And um I mean I could relate to the story growing up. Um, we had bunk beds, but it, it was me and my sister. And what we did was we took the bunk bed off and so kind of kind of separated. She had one side, I, I had one side, but my mom definitely did what she could do uh, to raise yeah. us. I believe that she definitely did a good job. And by the looks of it, it looks like um, your parents did a good job with with, with you as Absolutely. well. Um, now, fast forward. I read where you spoke on finally getting your own room, but yes. free cut short. Uh, Destin was born in your Don't <laughs> give up, but you didn't. Tell me why not. Oh, you've been researching, researching. So now you want me to tell my business. You get you in my it. business. I don't like that. <laughs> you got to go back, baby. <laughs> so, yes, finally thought, you know, I was getting some privacy. So ended up you know, moving to Valdosta because uh, Hinesville is about two and a half hours away from Valdosta. My parents wanted me to go to Savannah State so they could keep a closer eye on me. Right. Um, and had I known more about HBCUs, I may have gone there, but I just thought at the time it was just way too close. Mm. So I guess they knew a little bit of something that I didn't know, which was that, you know, I had a little fast streak in me, you know. Uh, <laughs> so moved to Valdosta, um, got through freshman year, flying colors, straight A's, top of the class. Second year, sophomore year, got pregnant um, with my child. And that experience was literally the toughest experience probably that I've had to date. Um, you know, going from trying to figure out, because I, you know, I was always an achiever. I was always going after what was next, always very ambitious. So it was a shock to not only me, but it was a shock to like the whole city of Hinesville. So wow. that was a dark place for me because, you know, me and my mother really fell out. So that's, think, imagine, you know, being 20 years old, in college, no money, your mom's not around to help you through this new traumatic experience of being pregnant right. for the first time while still trying to accomplish and get a degree um, mm. with a boyfriend that was cheating on you that also got another woman pregnant. So, wow. you know, wow. it was just an experience that I will never, never forget, but mm. it taught me how strong I was. Um, so I ended up, wasn't even able to have my son in, uh, Valdosta because he had, I was going through so much stress and trauma mm. just from the pressure of trying to still finish school. Cause my parents told me to come back home, just give it up. And I was like, no, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to wobble my way to class or whatever I got to do, um, to get this degree. Like, I'm not going to give up on that. Um, so I ended up continuing to go to school while I was pregnant and my son ended up being diagnosed um, prenatally with cysts on his lungs so mm. I was told that he wasn't even going to make it wow. um, so that was obviously even more stress and more trauma that you're going through so I'm sure I made the situation worse while he was there so I ended up having to be induced you know had him sooner than I was supposed to uh, because they wanted to go ahead and get him out and just make sure that you know everything was all right so luckily he did make it through. He had to have surgery and all of those things. So he's great. He had half of his left lung removed wow. um, when he was three weeks old. So 
Mm. It's been a journey to get him here. And that's actually why he ended up being named destined because he was destined for greatness. He was destined to be here. He was destined for, you know what I mean? Everything that he has coming his way because the doctors told me he wasn't going to make it. When wow. you're pregnant and you don't know, like, when you hear negative news, you just don't know what's going on. So everything was going through my mind. Like, is he going to be special needs? Right. Is he going to be, you know, have to deal with this for the rest of his life? Like, and I'm young at the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it was just really, really a trying time for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I feel like going through that, it's like, what else? Like, what else do you got? You know, right. other than death, besides death or losing someone that you love, it's like, it's giving me the drive and the motivation to know, like, you can get through dark times if you just continue to keep your faith, continue okay. to, you know, keep your focus on your goals and continue to dream and don't let up on your dreams because right. it's so important that, you know, when you see something or when God has given you something that mm. you don't forget it, you hold on mm. to it. You got to understand that like what I'm going through is just part of me getting to that path. When you think mm. about a path, you don't think about a path that's just completely clear for you. If you go and take a walk or a hike right now, there's going to be bushes. There's going to be trees. You might have to find an alternate route to get to that final destination because you know what? You didn't anticipate that it was going to be a storm the day before and trees were going to be in the way of your path. But right. guess what? You're going to climb over those trees to get up right. out of that forest. Right. So you have to look at life the exact same way. Continue to push forward regardless of what might come in front of you, regardless of what might try to stop you. You just don't stop. Mm, mm, I, I love it. And um, wow, I, I commend you for, because you said you were 20 at the Yes. Mm -hmm. I would have broken a lot yes. of roles, you know, yes. Uh, yes. mentally, um, giving up the baby, you know, a lot of things right. would, would come in, in, in a lot of 20 year old minds and, and you made it through. So I commend you. And this is, I was going over the questions. And typically I don't, but I was going over the questions with my wife prior to us jumping on here. And when I read that question to her, she was like, oh, wow, Destined for Greatness. And um, wow. that's not why she named that baby Destin, but you, you It is. It is the uh, reason why he was named Destin. Wow. <laughs> that is exactly the reason yeah. why. He's right. She might be in the crowd, but um, amen, amen, amen to, to Yes, to Mikey, you was on it, girl. You was on it, uh, right. <laughs> um, All right, so boom, fast forward. You graduate with a degree in finance. Mm -hmm. Who or what tugged you to come to the real estate side or the real estate direction? Like, you come out of college, get this degree and find mm -hmm. it. Why real estate? Yeah, absolutely. So you would think a degree in finance would help you to get a job right out the gate. You know, it wasn't general studies. It wasn't photography. You know what I mean? It was actually something that was legitimate that you would think that, hey, I can get a job at a bank. I can be, you know, something. Personal banker, give me something. I was applying to so many different jobs and um, just wasn't getting anywhere. Ended up finally landing a position at Title Max because I was deciding, like, okay, do I want to go back to Hinesville? Like, where do I go? And right. so I'm just like, oh, no, I'm just way too big for that, just mentally, not, like, in a negative way. Or I'm very humble, but I was just like, no, like, that's not going to work. I'm not going backwards. Like, I'm going to continue to push forward. So I just did some research, and I'm like, okay, what's the nearest city? I don't want to stand by Austin. What's the largest, you know, next best thing? So I'm like, boom, I'm going to move to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Ended up getting a job at Title Max, which was, like, 
horrible. <laughs> it was a horrible experience. Not just because it was a corporate job. It was because of the way that we treated people. Mm. You know, our whole MO was about how to get over on our culture because right. we were the primary customers for that business model. Mm. So to me, it was like every day I'm going to work, I know I'm hurting my sister and my brother because I'm not really educating them on what they're really doing. My mm -hmm. job is to sell you some BS that's really going to put you in more debt. It's not helping you at all. It's just a really bad thing to do. Right. Um, it, like people would come in there and literally pawn their vehicles to pay their bills. And then there was no grace period. So even if you had been paying on that loan for years, even if you pay in interest double the amount that you actually owe, it does not matter. So we would still repo the vehicle. So I, it just really hurt me to like go through those experiences and see people go through that. I'm like, I need to be in an industry that's gonna actually uplift our people, that's gonna actually help people, that's gonna help grow. Um, and then I wasn't making enough money and I had a dress code. So I'm like, okay, hold up. <laughs> Let me find out. And I'm like, boom, I know I want to start my own business. So let me see what else is out there. Looked into research, um, real estate. And I'm like, every millionaire and billionaire that I've ever read about, thought about, heard about all, you know, invest or um, sell real estate. And right. so I was like, okay, I'm going to give it a try. So I ended up getting my real estate license in 2012. And nine years later, here I am, you know, owning my own real estate brokerage. Wow. So, you know, it's just a testament to, like I said earlier, just chasing your dreams, just continue to move forward. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. I, so I'm not looking back. Wow. Um, in the industry of real estate, for for someone who's not in, in, in real estate, mm -hmm. I hear about agents, uh, inspectors, and things uh -huh. like that. You really never hear about the, the brokerage side of things. Mm -hmm. What made you decide um, that that was a path for you? And paint that picture for me, please. Mm -hmm. So with regards to brokerage, so the reason that you may not hear about brokerage uh, is because a lot of people don't become real estate brokers. Uh, with regards to the difference between agents and brokers, the count is there's a huge gap. Uh, with the difference between agents and brokers. So what happens is, as in, in the state of Georgia, you have to be a real estate professional for three years before you can sit to become a broker. So essentially, you have to go through another round of school. So a lot of people struggle to even get their real estate license. Right. Um, so taking it to that next step of actually becoming a broker is essentially saying, I want to be able to hire agents to work for me. So as an agent, you have to hang your license with the broker. Your broker is going to get a percentage of every sale that you make. And, you know, you sell your real estate. You know, you may create teams under the broker, but you're always under someone else's license, essentially. Mm. So every transaction that you do, even if you're the head or lead on that transaction, it typically will, it um, legally belongs to the broker. So mm. it's still the broker's money. So what gave me the idea of becoming a broker for me, I started at KW and I worked as an agent services coordinator. So I was an employee for them as well as working for the, uh, the firm and got my license or whatever. So I was a realtor and an employee. So what happened in that experience was that, and I didn't even go there with that thought in mind. It was the first brokerage that I joined. She was just like, I just love your personality. You're just so awesome. So my team leader actually offered me a job. And I was like, why not? I'm in the industry that I want to be in. I want to learn everything that I possibly can. And so she took me under her wing. And so uh, obviously, even at that point, being a brand new agent, she 
saw something special in me. So I was able to see how Keller Williams ran their systems, how they recruited, how they marketed, all those things. And that was like, you know, I would even see some of the checks that have come across the desk. So for me, I'm like, hold up now. It's nice to make these great commission checks for myself, but I only get the money if my name is on the check. Mm. When you become a broker, you get leverage. You get the you get the checks regardless of who is selling the real estate. So I'm no longer having to be the one in the field. Now I can leverage other people who love sales that, you know, I get just a percentage of everything that comes through the door, not just my own personal sales. So for me, it was just like a no brainer. It's going to give me leverage. I get to be a business owner and eventually I can really just move on to the next big bright idea that I may have. Got you. Got you. Um, when, it's funny because I heard you mention that before. Uh, as the check might have flown across the table, seeing mm -hmm. that name on there, and then now you know all of a sudden it's brand. Your checks are branded with your name on it, with no yes. affiliate, no other big brands behind it, as far yes. as so, uh, a brokerage. So I, I definitely applaud you on vision at that point and cashing in on that dream. Yes, yes, because it's extremely intimidating because people think about like, and you know, even with how I just explained it, I explained it one-sided, right, with regards to leverage and getting money and getting overrides, but there's a whole list <laughs> of reasons why people don't get their broker license, which right. is because they don't want the liability that comes along with it. Just like your name is on the check, your name is on the lawsuit. Right, So, right. you know, you have to be prepared and ready and insured. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure that if there are issues that happen, you don't lose everything that you have behind someone else's mistakes. So that's one of the biggest reasons that a lot of people don't get their broker license. The other thing is the time and the energy that it takes to lead. I have 53 agents that are on my team right now. Ooh. Yes, yes. Largest black woman owned brokerage in Atlanta. Thank you. Right, love it, love it. So, yes. So with that, you know, it sounds great, but it comes with a lot of, of energy it comes with a lot of effort you know that means that you have 53 people looking at you to lead them looking mm -hmm. at you to be an example for them you know i can't post certain things on social media because i have eyes on me i can't live right. the way that other people live i can't you know it's just a lot i can't sleep the way other people sleep right you know right. so you have to be willing to also give up certain things personally in order to push other people forward. Uh, I gotta exert my energy into them to inspire them on a daily basis, even when I'm tired, even when yeah. I don't feel like it. I always have to be prepared. I have to create training materials. I have to hire, I have to fire, I have to recruit. You know, there are a lot of things that go on behind the scenes to make it look like I make it look. So wow. you have to make sure that that's something that you wanna do because people that want the title and the success a lot of times really don't want to deal with people mm. and it's really hard to not deal with people and uh, make a lot of money so uh, you have to you have to decide like because you know the most people that make the most money solve the most problems when right. you're solving problems that means that you're attached to other people mm. so mm. that's one reason too people like they they know they don't want to deal with other people because i'm dealing with 53 personalities right right you know wow. what i mean so right. You wow. have to really weigh the pros and cons mm. uh, and decide if it's going to be the best fit for you. Got you, got you. Deep. Um, and that's a great segue to my to my next question. You mentioned uh, in the beginning of starting uh, your company, uh, you didn't want to be the face. You said that it was terrifying. Uh, what was it that uh, placed fear in the middle, and how did you overcome that fear? Oh, that's a great question. Um, 
Well, I think that it goes back to how we were brainwashed into thinking that being black and being excellent means that you still have to be quiet. Woo! You know, I think that we've been trained and conditioned to think that if we're not white or our hair isn't straight, we're not professional. Mm, talk that and talk. so I'm a natural hair, you know, it's going to be back natural tomorrow. I'm gonna be, you know, <laughs> I wear my weed, but I'm still my, you know, I got my curls popping. Right. But, you know, it took me a while to get to that point where I felt comfortable in my own skin. Mm. Even though I knew I was qualified, even though I knew that, hey, I knew what I was doing, mm. it still made me feel like as a black woman, I didn't deserve that seat. Mm. Mm. So you have to really, in your own mind, be okay with the criticism and be okay being a pioneer. Mm. Because mm. at the end of the day, if, like I said, it's about growing with God's vision for you. Right. You're not going to always see how it's going to turn out. Sometimes <laughs> you just have to try it and see. Wow. You just have to try it and see. Because I didn't have any other examples of black women in Atlanta that had brokerages that I could go and sit with. Talk that talk, girl. I didn't have that. So talk. for me, it was just like, okay, not only am I, you know what I'm saying, jumping out here to be a broker, I'm like super young. I was 30 years old when I started my brokerage. Mm. Mm. That's just, you know, that's unheard of. Even with business owners in general that actually start a real business. I'm not talking about somebody that goes to the Secretary of State website and get an LLC. Talk I'm talking about people with payroll. I'm talking about hiring people. I'm talking about getting an office space. Wow. So, you know, it was terrifying, but that's why it's so important to really not only have faith, but have a, a system and a group of people who are going to be your cheerleaders, people mm -hmm. who want to speak life into you, people who want to believe in you, because sometimes we can put so much self-doubt in ourselves, and if we don't have anyone else telling us the opposite, we can talk ourselves out those opportunities Fact. you know and so i am so appreciative i will always be grateful for my circle and my sphere they know who they are that believed in me and that told me like you can do it you can do mm. it mm. Mm. listen yo deep and it's funny because in my research hearing what you're saying now i'm telling you i'm, I'm getting goosebumps oh thank you I'm, I'm telling you 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 got something um williams and co is not the first brokerage um mm -mm. Uh, some people always want to stunt and, and, and flex on social media mm -hmm. that what they have going on is what it is. Yes. Straight up, the term is capping. Um, <laughs> but but, but I, I've heard you speak on it not being your, your first company. Um, mm -hmm. What's the difference between your first one and Williams and Co? What, what is the difference? The difference was the first time that I did it, I didn't go with the vision God gave me. Mm. I still tried to do what I thought I wanted to do. Mm. And you know that he has a way of bringing it back full circle. Right. I went into a partnership because I didn't feel confident that I could do it myself. Mm. Even though I had already been in the broker seat and I've been assisting another broker build his business prior to, and right. I was literally running it like it was my own, I still didn't have enough confidence to say, I can do this 100%. I still felt like I needed someone to, to help me, to have my back, to give me some, you know, um, words of advice or just help, you know, recruiting. I'm like, who's going to believe me? Just me by myself. I need another power person that I felt like could help boost us up. Mm. And so for me, it was a huge learning lesson because it was just like, girl, if you would have just listened to what I told you to do, you wouldn't have even experienced this heartache. But right. even with that, I just feel like, you know, that was a blessing to be able to share with people. Like, sometimes businesses fail. Look, you got to eat it. 
Sometimes right. your relationships are going to sit up, Bill. You got to eat it. That's mm. a part of life. That's a part of growth. And it's just, look, another part of my book that I get to share that, you know what I'm saying? That shows people, that shows people that you can do it regardless of what you might go through. So I love what it is. I heard, I heard you say, um, one time uh, that uh, I think he was on a, maybe a, a Facebook Live mm -hmm. was on that name behind you, right? Williams and Co. And then you were talking about the T-shirt with the Williams and Co. And I think you shouted out your line sister TK for like yes. pumping that 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 love into you. Let, let's 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 get it. So I, yes. I, applaud, I applaud you on being as transparent as you are because a yes. lot of people will buy into stuff not even realizing that it was a hundred failures before yes. this is yes. what it is now. And, and I love that. You just yes. picked a book uh, from broke to broker, a self-published uh, book. Speak on how important it was to get your story out your head and into the public. Speak a little bit about it. So um, for me, it was a two-part situation. Uh, the first part is, you know, the emotional side of life. Right. I would always get questions from people like, dang, you're so young, but you're killing it like you're doing it. Like, why did you do it? Like people were just so curious about my life because it's just so rare. You know, with the industry that I've decided to take on, which was once male dominated, you know, you just didn't see a black woman doing what I'm doing. So right. like, it was so intriguing for people. And so I'm like, OK, I need to share my story. I also, you know, I need to let some of these things that I've gone through go. You know, mm -hmm. I need to no longer be embarrassed about my story and my situation because sometimes embarrassment can also hold you back from your greatness. Right. Because you're like, oh, well, what are they going to find out about me? Like, mm -hmm. well, what are they going to think about me? Like, oh, you know, I don't want to put my business in the street. Mm -hmm. But how, you know, when I realized that all of the things that I have gone through have been nothing but but blessings in disguise because it's now propelled me so much further by just speaking my truth and being authentic. Now I can go into a room with confidence and I don't have to feel ashamed of anything that I may have gone through because I'm like, guess what? I still got here. So I wanted to inspire other people. And so the, the, the second part of writing the book was the sales side of me. I'm like, okay, cool. You want to know how I did it? I got a book to tell you how. You know what I'm saying? So you need to always, it's always about problem solving. So the problem is people want to know about me. They want to know about my life. They want to know about my journey. So I'm going to give you a solution. And it's right here, boo. You just go ahead. This is your solution. So you want to know my story? You want to know what I did? Here's the link to my book. Mm -hmm. And so that way now I can help more people all across the world. I just got an order from Japan. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? So you now I'm able to share my story across the world. Listen. And that's just, to me, that just brings me so much joy that I'm able to inspire people all the way in Japan. That, yo, Japan, that is amazing. Listen, guys, we're going to pause real quick. Y'all go get that book. Tell them where they can get that book at. Oh, thank you so much. You can get it at DeniseTheBroker.com on my website, DeniseTheBroker.com. Uh, Gingy, you can just go ahead and tap um, Denise the Broker in the notes. I'll go ahead and, um, and pin it. Um, denisebroker.com so you guys can go in uh, and get this book. Um, amazing. And listen, can you pick that book up one more time? That thing is cute. Oh my God. It's cute. Oh. It I says how it. to turn your pain, pitfalls, and poverty mindset into profit, power, and prosperity. Listen, I am in love with it. I got, I got to actually get it for myself 
read it, and then throw it in the collection with the other. You gotta book. throw it in the collection. You gotta throw it up. I got to. Um, uh, valuing your business relationships is something that I always hear um, you speaking on. How mm -hmm. important is the value of your business relationships? Having business relationships is everything. Everything. Like, literally, you cannot have a successful business without people around you that are going to help to bring that vision to life. So, for example, I don't know why my ring light just died. Um, can you still see me? I see you. Okay, cool. So, you know, even with, with Williams and Cole, like, you're not going to be an expert at everything. Mm. You're always going to have to find other people that are smarter than you, that have more experience than you in certain areas of your business in order to push your business forward. So preferred partnerships, strategic partnerships are so, so vital. But even in that, you have to do your due diligence. You don't want to just connect yourself and partner with people that you don't necessarily have you're done your due diligence on because I've also been burning partnerships like the first real estate brokerage among many other situations where I've, you know, been in, in unfortunate situations. So just making sure you're partnering with the right people, making sure that y'all have the same vision, the same goal, share what you want to see in your business and then share what they, you know, and have them share what they want to see in their business and find out ways that you can support one another. Because mm. the only way that partnerships really work is if it's a value add on both sides. So mm. never try to have a partnership where it's just like, okay, how can this person benefit me? But right. also see how you can benefit them. If you wow. see that they're posting you, then you should be posting them. If you if they have a cross like cross sell each other's products, you right. know what I mean? And I gotta give a shout out to my boo, uh, Kiana Watson, who's also a black real estate broker in Atlanta. And we literally just met the other night and we're able to really cross promote each other, really wow. give each other advice, really help each other build our brokerages. And so that's just something that we don't see enough of. We don't right. see enough partnership. We don't see enough support for one another. Right. And that has to change. If you want to grow, you have to stop having a poverty mindset and thinking that if I support this person, I'm not going to hit my goals. Wow. Because when I tell you, I serve a God of abundance. Mm. So if you have a poverty mindset, you already lost the game. Talk that talk. Talk that talk. It's, it's funny that you say that because um, not when I, so when I ran across you um, and I started doing my research, my brother-in-law and my sister, my brother-in-law uh, is a broker in, in Atlanta. He's on live. He goes by Mr. Realtor. My sister oh, nice. uh, is Miss Realtor, Mrs. Realtor. And uh, when I told them um, about you and that um, how I was getting ready to interview you on the podcast, it was like, yo, you have to do it. Like, they oh. speak so highly of you. Uh, Thank they, you. I don't even know you like that, you know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but they speak highly of you, um, and and like even down to this interview, like yo, just go in there being who you are. Cause I was a little nervous. I'm not even gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> this is the first interview where I felt the butterflies, where it wow. was a championship uh, belt uh, match. Oh, no. thank you. That that really makes my day. Thank you, thank you. Um, so shout out, shout out to Mr. Realtor uh, and, and 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 Mrs. Realtor because, like you was just saying, we have to we have to start cross uh, promoting. Um, yeah. shout, out, shout out to um my my new partner, um the Melanin People app, um that I'm a proud uh, ambassador of. Um, and and listening nice. to right now, it's you have to hit the ground running, and, yes. and I, I commend you on that. Um, you speak, you spoke on how persistence and just being ready landed your partnership 
with rap snacks. James Lee, Wise Intelligent, Master P, uh, just to name a few. How did you know um, you was ready to join the team and speak on what value you bring to the brand? Absolutely. So um, when I initially reached out to them, I wasn't necessarily ready <laughs> um, for the partnership and what would come with it. Uh, and, you know, I got got the result that way. I went at the um, opportunity the wrong way. I went at it. You know, I didn't take my own advice that I just mentioned as far as it being a value add on both sides. I went to it hoping to be on a chip bag because I felt like they needed a black real estate broker on the chip bag. But when I think right. back to it, I'm like, well, did I offer them anything? They don't need me. I'm needing them. Mm -hmm. So why didn't I come and present myself of value? Why didn't I come ask, trying to solve their problems before I was coming with an ask? And so when right. I didn't right. get, you know, a response back on the first, you know, try or whatever the case may be, I had to rethink my strategy. Because relationships are also very strategic. Even when you're dating, mm. you're already mm. thinking you got your list. He need to be tall, dark, and handsome, right? Or tall, light, and handsome, whatever your preference is. You have your list. But when you come and approach a partnership, you need to also have that list. And you need to make sure that your list is going to be a match. Mm. Because that is going to be what helps the partnership actually work and sustain because when you have to think about partnerships, you have to think about what the long-term benefit is and not what that quick, short-term value is going to be. So for me, how I bring value to them, everything that I do with Rap Snacks now is all about the long-term benefit. It's always about a value add. What can I bring? What can I do? How can I share my resources with you all to help you to be better? I've made several connections with Rap Snacks with my network that have been beneficial. I mean, I can't wait for y'all to see some of the relationships that we have. And I, I was literally in Miami uh, two weeks ago, sitting in rooms that people can just only imagine being in uh, because wow. of people that I knew that I pulled together. And once this partnership is solidified, it's going to change the game forever. I tell Rapsnacks, wow. I don't come into this lightly. I don't come into this, you know, just wanting to look cute and take pictures with y'all. I'm coming right. into this to make Rap Snacks the largest brand in the world. Love that it. is my goal. It's not, it. it's in, and that is the only goal. That's the right. only, they know that. Literally, yeah. I can ask them and say, what's our goal? Right. What is our goal? Wow. And it's to be the largest brand in the world because there's no reason why it can't be. Right. And that's how strongly I believe in these men. That's how strongly I believe in this brand because I'm like, they, they don't, it's so, like, the chips are just scratching the surface. Right. They right. actually have a heart for the people. Mm -hmm. They are not just out here trying to sell products. Right. They have put on like the summit that I just interviewed Master P and Romeo on. Amazing. 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 And do you know they did that for free? Wow. Every single speaker on the panel is multi-millionaire after multi-millionaire. Wow. Wow. They're wow. getting these people to come in and talk to the, the people for free. You know what I mean? And right. so there are not many people that would do things like that because their goal is to really uplift the culture. So right. the first thing that you want to do is make sure that you're not going into it with the wrong intentions. Mm. And then you want to go into it and find out like, what is it that they're doing? What is it that aligns my goals? Because my goals are to help push the culture forward. That's always been a goal of mine. So we see eye to eye on that. We, where our hearts resonate on that. So when we come up with ideas, 
we automatically are on the same page because our hearts are on the same page. So you only want to get behind a cause that actually resonates with your ethos. Don't go into it thinking that it's just going to be a big money grab for you because that's not going to last. You, you hit it. You hit it right on the nail. Um, listening, uh, you bringing up that summit, that um, the room that you were in, I believe it was you, uh, P, uh, uh, Wall, Trap, Wall Street Trapper. Who was the other one? Uh, Kevin Wall Streeter. Uh, listen, the gems that you guys were dropping. Yeah, uh, shout out to Trap and Kevin as yo, well. He, when he broke down um, the, the buildings of Walmart and the buildings of mm -hmm. and how, yo, I, I sat there and was just, like, I, I <laughs> was impressed with investing yeah. in the, the buildings where Absolutely. they Yo, he blew he blew my mind. Trap and, is incredible. And the education aspect that Romeo and P was dropping was yes. more dope. Uh, it, yo, it was just you guys were killing it in, in, in that room. Thank you. And shout out to Romeo as well. Shout out, shout out. I thank you guys for that. Um now we always hear or we're starting to hear buy back the block like we're hearing, I want to be an entrepreneur or I have an LLC. Um, mm -hmm. We all know that credit is um, credit rules everything. How does one buy uh, buy back the block, Denise? It really takes a group effort. You know, you know, a lot of us don't just have millions of dollars to just pour into real estate. So that's where those partnerships mm -hmm. come into play. That is where you have to collaborate. It's collaboration over competition. You have to put together a strategic plan, pull in resources. You know. Everybody pull their skill sets together. Togetherness is the only way that you can actually accomplish that goal. I have a friend of mine who's out in Houston. Um, you need to follow him as well. If you don't, um, the investor, Chris Siegel. Uh, Siegel, he is amazing. He is completely amazing. He is buying Black the, block, uh, buying black the Blocks in Houston as we speak. Chris and he's doing that. Uh-huh. Okay, got you, Pat. Yes, and so he's doing that based on a collaborative effort. So you can invest with him in order to be a part of his projects. So doing things like that, you know, us really coming together is really the true way to wealth. Mm, mm, I, I love it. Um, and I love what just hearing you guys talking about buying back the block um, and hearing Atlanta just, you know, circling through some of our old neighborhoods and what they're doing to our neighborhoods. Yes. In that. You know, we're trying to be a part of buying, you know, buying up uh, these blocks, but just knowing that with the mm -hmm. right, we can. And when I yes. say we, people of our color can right. buy um, the blocks before it is totally gentrified. And, and yes. we're not, we not going to go there, but real talk, we need to un get understanding and be taught how to buy back the block before the block is sold out. Absolutely. And so me and P were talking when um, I was in Miami about, you know, selling your grandmother's house. You know, we used to take pride in actually having, you know, soul food dinners at grandma's house. Right. Now it's all, you know, as soon as grandma passed away, her house goes right along with it. So just learning lessons like that, where it's like, it doesn't have to necessarily be the block all at once if you don't have the income to do it. But right. hold on to something. Get right. a piece of something. Don't right. leave this earth without leaving your child at least one property. Ooh. You know what I mean? A lot of times we think that we have to have, you know, everybody's not going to be rich. It's just, that's just the fact. Right. But 
you can also you can help in your way. You don't have to put your goals because my goals are not going to be your goals. What makes me happy is not going to make right. you happy. But one thing that we can say for sure is that if you have children, or even if you don't have children, leave it to a cause. Leave something. Don't, you know, don't mm. feel like you have to leave a million properties if that's not your financial goal. But leave something. Mm. That's one of the things. I if you just start there, we can buy more and more blocks. Because if you buy one, then I go up here and I buy two, and they go buy three. And then before you know it, we have black ownership across the world. Wow. Um, it, it's, it's amazing because listening to you talk now, uh, I'm in the process. I, I'm going to be transparent. I'm building my credit right now. I'm looking. I'm, my goal is 750 800 That's That's, awesome. that's I'm going. And and that's what I want to do. I want to start with that one. And if it's just that one yes. behind to, to my children, um, that, that's, that's, that's good for, for, for me. But the goal is plenty. Um, yes. Sitting, sitting down in those rooms that you're talking about, um, being a part of, of the circle, understanding who you are in these rooms. Yes. The that you get from these rooms is, is very important. And um, when you say rooms, I could be right over there at my sister's house sitting on her couch. That's the room to me. Absolutely. Getting the jewels and the gems that they speaking and the plans that they... Yes. Yo, listen, real estate, guys, is the way. Um, yes. And I'm being taught this as, as we go. And, and people have to think, too, like, you know, every house is built with one brick at a time. Back. It's one brick at a time. They don't just come and drop a bunch of bricks on it. So think about that like your career. Think about that as your legacy. Just start with one. One at a time. Start with one. Because a lot of times, that one is what has held you back the longest because you're so scared to start. But once you figure out how to do one, then it's no stopping you from doing two it's no stopping you from doing three and before right. you know it you got 100 properties because you've been able to create the blueprint wow but you just got to get started wow. with that first one and then it'll all continue to wow. grow from there you know my business started with um, day one your podcast started wow. with one episode you know what i mean look one at where episode. it is now over 40 over 40 episodes recorded so we working we working so i, I definitely yes. understand. um listen if you can uh, give any advice to that young sophomore in her college dorm, what would you say to her? Um, I would say to her, you are not defined by this moment. Mm. This moment is not going to stop you from your greatness. Mm. Because in that moment, it was such a dark space for me. I didn't know what I was going to do. Mm. And not having my mother at that time, you know, not knowing what was going on with my son. I mean, you know, not knowing what ailments he might face. It was just a really, really, really dark time. So I would tell myself to, like, not be so hard on myself for making that quote-unquote mistake, you know, that it felt like at the time, just being transparent. Right. You know, you didn't intend for that to happen. Right. And so um, just really beating myself up about mm -hmm. You know, how did I let this happen to me? I'm like, I got loose friends out here that ain't getting pregnant. Right. But here I am making straight A's, and it happened to me. Right. Like, why me, Lord? Right. You know, um, right. So just knowing that that's not going to define me and that you still go. Mm, I love it. Um, I can relate. Um, it wasn't in, in college for me, but it was 10th grade, uh, 16 years old, I believe, oh, wow. where I had my first child. Uh, I'm 39 now, and what I say is that me having him was not a mistake. Mm -hmm. He actually saved 
life. Wow. Uh, because the, the friends in the circle that I had at that time, if I look now, they all jumped off of a cliff. You mm. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, some of them are doing great things, but majority of them are in dead or in prison. Um, and oh, the goal that he gave me was I had to make it home every night to him. Yes, yes, I had to. So um, that 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 advice that you that you just gave um, that young college um, student is, is amazing. How important is mentorship uh, to you? And who does Denise get her inspiration from? Oh, that's a good question. Um, you said, why is mentorship important? Yeah, how important is mentorship to you? And who do you get your inspiration from? Yeah, so mentorship is very important. Um, I think you're going to either pay on the front end or the back end. You want to pay to learn from someone who's already been through it and done what you want to do, uh, or you're going to pay in time by trying to figure things out yourself and keeping a few dollars in your pocket when you could have been two years ahead of your time if you would have just paid to work with someone who's already been where you are. So, you know, in my experience, I worked as a, um, an associate broker for almost two years before I actually opened my brokerage. So that's what I would consider mentorship. In that role, I was able to learn what I wanted to have in my brokerage and what I didn't want to have in my brokerage. So mm -hmm. I think that learning under someone is really going to show you what it is that you want and give you the blueprint for what you want your business to look like. The good, mm -hmm. the bad, and the ugly. So I am an advocate for mentorship. If you can get it, you definitely want to align yourself with the right people. You, uh, make sure it's the right people. And um, <laughs> it can be a really, really, really great thing. You know what right. I mean? Right. Uh, who inspires me? Um, my mom now, I mean, you know, that back in college, we, way past that. That's like my BFF now. Right. You know, just seeing her strength to be able to raise six children because three of those children weren't hers. I'm my mom's first child. So wow. at 19, she took in three children that were not hers wow. uh, and raised them like they were her own. And we all grew up, you know, together. Mm. And so yeah. I just admire her strength now that I'm older. And I realize, like, you really, you know, my father was present, but he wasn't vested. Mm. Uh, and so that means that you, you still have to be mama, daddy, all that in one. Right. While still trying to, you know, provide. And mm. so I really do admire her. Um, I admire uh, a really good friend of mine who uh, has multiple, multiple businesses. He's always so encouraging, always helping to motivate me, um, keep me on track. Because the biggest thing is we allow ourselves too much grace sometimes. And sometimes you need somebody to get back in there like, you are not fulfilling your purpose, even when you might feel like you're killing it. Sometimes people can see loopholes and like, you are really not giving this your all. You're really not giving this your best. So, you know, I appreciate my close friends and family. Like, you get inspiration from so many different things. I'm inspired by even being on this podcast because, wow. you know, just the commitment that it takes to do something week after week after week and believe in it until it grows, until it pops. So I think that you can't be defined by just one person or one situation, but you have to constantly look at everything that you experience and find inspiration from that because it all helps build you up and bring you together. Now I've met you know, more friends that I may not have met by right. being on your podcast. So everything is, is very inspiring. Cool. Wow. I, I, I applaud and appreciate you. Like I said, even joining joining uh, on the podcast tonight. Um, this this is this is huge. Um, comfort zones. 
staying mm-hmm. in space, not focusing on what others are doing. Do you mm-hmm. agree with this concept or you rather surround yourself with like-minded people? Ask me one more time. Comfort zones, mm-hmm. your own space, not focusing on what others are doing. Do you agree with this concept mm-hmm. or you would rather surround yourself with like-minded people? I think it's really kind of like a, a mix of both. So, of course, there are certain things that you're going to do that people don't need to necessarily know about. You know, I'm a proponent of saying, you know, um, I don't like putting things out until I know for sure that it's going to happen. But I'm learning now that that's not always the best way, especially from a marketing perspective, because people want to be a part of the journey. They want to see what you're doing. They want to be included in what you have going on. And so I'm learning that it's not always best to mm-hmm. not be in your own lane and to not bring people along in the journey. It mm-hmm. goes back to when I was saying that I didn't want to be the face of my company because I didn't feel like people would support a young black girl. You know, that was what I considered myself. I didn't even really consider myself the big boss, you know what I'm saying, energy that I have now. Mm-hmm. So you have to sometimes get rid of those old mindset, that old mindset and way of thinking. So now I understand that it's important that people see me working. It's important that I'm showing my lifestyle. I'm showing these things because now I'm building rapport with my audience. And that's what people want. That's how truly, truly inspired because you're bringing them into your life and being, you know, a part of that journey. Um, And so the second part Mm. of your question was about the... Uh, Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Rather surround yourself with like-minded people. Yes. So surrounding yourself with like-minded people is also essential because you don't want to surround yourself with people who don't believe big or don't think big. Like literally, you know, you have to also understand that people come into your life for seasons. And that's, you know, we've heard that said before. It's easier said than done. But you have to really know and understand, know when it's time to let people go. Because not everybody can go with you to every level that you go in. And that doesn't make them a bad person. It doesn't make you a bad person. It just means that sometimes growth just requires you to lose dead weight. And Mm. it is what it is. So Mm. surrounding yourself with like-minded people is also key because you want to continue to grow. You want to continue to develop yourself. And you don't want to be ashamed to do that. Sometimes when you're the only one in your circle that's successful, y'all go out to eat. They only expect you to pay. You don't want to be in those kind of circles. The right. check come and everybody looking at, looking around, or they nervous to say who got it. Right, wow. You don't want them kind of circles. You want people who already go with the mindset, like, I'm going to get the tab tonight. We're going right. to have to fight over the check tonight. Wow. You know what I mean? You need to have those kind of those kind of surrounding uh, friends because mm. that's going to help you to excel because mm. it's going to keep you on your toes, right? Mm. So you can't grow with people yep. who don't think yep. it is. Wow. Yo, you just said growth requires you to get rid of dead dead weight. That's a gem, guys. Growth requires you to get rid of dead weight. So you mm-hmm. got to keep growing. Um, got to. I love it. Uh, if you can rob a cemetery for a piece of greatness, who would you rob and what would you take from them? Ooh, I ain't never been asked no question like this. Who died that I, I want a piece of their greatness? Mm. Mm. Mm, mm. If I had to visit a cemetery. Who would you rob and what would you take from A piece of greatness. A piece of greatness. I don't know what 
famous person or person I would think, but I was I would think of my grandmother. Talk that talk. I would think of my grandmother because she has been, even though she passed away so long ago, she has been the root cause of my success because she's the one who implanted such a strong and giving heart in me. My grandmother was so giving, so loving. I'm about to even cry thinking about her. She is my angel, literally to the point where since she's passed, I have like, look y'all, don't be trying to Google my grandma's name, but she is literally like the password to almost all of my accounts. You know what I mean? Wow. Whether it's business, whether it's personal, it's my grandmother's name. You know what I mean? So wow. I take her with me every single day up until this point because she wow. was just such a, a positive and good energy and spirit. And I still talk to her sometimes at night. I'm like, look, grandma, show me the way. You know what I'm saying? Is this a good idea? Is that a bad idea? So, like, you know, she is my angel. If I could do it, pull her out of that. <laughs> well, I got you. I, I will bring her with me. Wow. It's, it's funny because um, out of all my grandmother's uh, grandchildren, I'm pretty sure uh, I am the one who has the picture up downstairs, like the old school picture on the hardwood board uh, on in my, in my, right in my in my living yes. room. Um, and from time to time, I might just walk by that picture and just say, "What's up, Cookie?" That's something that I would always or uh, what you know, lady. And um, and I could hear her speaking back to me like. You're doing a good job. Keep doing what you're doing. Yes, so, so that, you need that. Picture, it, 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 it's inspiration uh, for me. So I, I could definitely, uh, you know, agree with you on, on your grandma. Um, I have a quote um, that reads, yes. uh, create your own foundation uh, or forever live on the plantation, right? Um, and mm. when you hear this quote, create foundation or forever live on the plantation, what are your thoughts? Mm. If you don't, I missed the first part. It froze a little bit. You said, if you don't what, then forever live on a plantation. Create, Create your own. Create your own. Or uh -huh. forever live on the plantation. What are my thoughts on that? I mean, I believe that it's true because yep. if you constantly have someone that's going to be in charge of your income, then you're always going to be controlled. If you don't control the way that you mm -hmm. live and your means to live, then you're always going to be a slave to whatever and whoever that is. And there's nothing wrong with working mm. for corporate America. If that's your path and that's what you want to do, I mean, we will forever need doctors, we will forever need lawyers and, and essential jobs like that. So I totally get that. But you still better have something that's on your own on the side, something working for you in the background. Like my shirt says, I build wealth in my sleep. You have to find yeah. other ways to still strategize and still make sure that your means are not controlled by one person's opinion of you. Because if they mm. walk into the office and say you're fired, now you have to go and look your family in the face and say, hey, I don't know how we're going to eat. Right. Then that's just not the way that you want to live. You don't want to ever just be so vulnerable that one person's decision, one person's attitude can completely derail your life. Oh. Wow. And it doesn't always have to be because you did something unethical. It doesn't always have to be because you made a mistake at your job. It can literally be because somebody does not like you. Mm. Why would you allow yourself to be in a vulnerable, vulnerable, vulnerable position like that? Mm. Mm. That just doesn't make sense. You're Bill. You're you know you hustling backwards. Mm. Mm. I, I love it. I love that answer. Um, I'm gonna double back. I got two questions for mm -hmm. you. 
we're going to wrap this up. This was such a great conversation, such a great interview, um, such Thank a great uh, introduction to a friendship. Um, yes. So I want to go back. I didn't, I didn't add this to the question when I asked you about how important is mentorship to you. Um, mm -hmm. Do you provide any type of mentorship? So I'm actually uh, creating a course in the back of uh, an academy right now. Okay. In the background, it's called CEO Owner Academy. So if you're interested in that, you can join my waitlist. Okay. Um, you can click the link in my bio and join the CEO Academy waitlist. That will be launching next month. Okay. Uh, it's going to be amazing. So it's literally going. It's going to be membership based. We're going to literally be having training every month. You know, I'm building out my new office space right now. We're going to have in-person meetups, happy hours. Like, I'm going to really create an entire community because there are so many things that I can share with people with regard to business. Um, and that's why mm. I call it CE Owner Academy. So it's not just focused on real estate. It's about how right. to teach you how to become, one, a CEO, and then transition into true ownership. Like for me, you know, by definition, wow. the word CEO is an executive position. You are still an employee of a corporation mm. as a CEO, even if it's your right. own. A lot of us like to say we're the CEO of our own business. There's nothing wrong with that, but you're still working right. day to day. True ownership mm. is when you can be on the beach and you don't have to look at your laptop or your cell phone unless you want to. Ownership is when your business mm. is really and truly functioning without you. And so one of the things that I am doing this year is I am retiring myself from my brokerage this year. That's true ownership. I will mm. be the qualifying broker because I have other projects and other things that I need to be able to focus on and work on that are going to help grow and build the brokerage. But I can't Love do it. that if I'm in the if I'm in the day to day. I can't do Love. that if I'm looking at contracts. I have to be out making big moves. Been there, you know, doing more networking, doing more podcasts and things of that nature so that I can grow the brand that wow. way. So that's what my academy is about. Uh, right. It's going to be it's going to be awesome. And it's, it's funny that you say that, because in my research, I heard you say that that that's the goal. You, I, I believe you gave yourself a two year window 10 months ago. I um, did. <laughs> you really looked me up. Let me find out you just picked the academy. Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm super excited. That was going to be one of my questions, but because I didn't want to just hit you with that, but uh -huh. you, you that you're still on track to get yes. yourself out of that position. Um, now y'all heard her. Click the link in her bio. Uh, it's a wait list that she said for mentorship. It's the CEO owner CEO, CEO owner academy. Mm -hmm. um, go tap into that. Of course, grab the um the from the broke from broke to broker book at the uh, Denise the Broker um, dot com. Yes. Listen, you can grab the Create Your Own Foundation or Forever Live on the Plantation T shirts on CapitalDreams dot com. I, I got you. I got you. Um, uh, you can grab one on the Cashing and Dreams uh, dot com website. Please just support. This is not something that we put together, like she say, just for pictures. We actually want to help uh, the community. Um, this particular T-shirt yes. that I put together, I was actually in the cubicle one day, and inside that cubicle, I wrote that quote down, create your own foundation or forever live on a plantation because wow. I was literally nauseous of, of daily with a dream that I had. Um, and not understanding that my superpowers was going to be this quote. And yes. 
put it on a t-shirt and ran with it. And here we are now interviewing go-getters, entrepreneurs, CEOs, you name it. We interview them to get some good jewels. So um, you guys can grab that. Um, you can't deposit excuses. <laughs> you know, that's like my favorite quote. <laughs> I heard that. I was like, ooh, that's dangerous. <laughs> A little bit on that. <laughs> so for me, it's something that just reminds me every time I feel like not getting out of the bed in the morning. Mm. Every time I feel like just saying, you know what, maybe not today. Maybe I'll do it. I'll do it tomorrow. I think about, you know, my my bank account. And I heard this one, someone's page, you know, or, or I saw a video or something. Someone was saying that if you look at your bank account and that doesn't motivate you enough to do something, then what can? Ooh. No book can do it. No podcast interview can do it. Mm. No no sit-down talk with your BFF is going to do it. Your bank account mm. should be the biggest and best motivation that you need to get to that next level. Wow. If you can't go there, if you have an emergency right now and you cannot replace your tire or, or busting your tire on the highway is going to ruin your whole week because now you got an unexpected <laughs> expense, you mm. need to really check your excuses because it's not your ability to gain income. It's the excuses that you give yourself to not get to that income goal. Ooh. And that's what people need to really understand. It is not mm. about your ability. I'm no mm. different than you. I'm no better than you. It's about mm. the excuses that I tell myself. It's about whether I'm going to give into self-doubt or not. It's about if I want to put in the time or not. It's about if I want to invest my money into myself or not. You know what I mean? I don't even take a salary from my business. And I'm going into my fourth mm. year. Why? Because I want to make sure that I'm constantly reinvesting into my business so that you can see the growth that you see today. There are so many people that mm. may have seen the checks that were deposited into the account wanting to just go ball out. I had to sacrifice I... on designer bags. I had to sacrifice on designer shoes. I'm thinking, God, mm. I'm so cute so I can wear whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can make right, fashion right. over look like Louis Vuitton, honey. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so, you know, but you have to make sure that your priorities are straight. Because a lot of times, mm. there are so many people that could have very, very successful businesses, but they would rather look rich than actually invest into their business to become rich in oh, real Oh, man. Oh, man. That, woo. So woo. you got to really check yourself and stop mm. making excuses because that's usually what you can find. If you got two hours to be on Instagram watching Real Housewives of Atlanta or doing whatever other things that you don't need to be doing, you okay. have the time to put into your business. Mm. So it's not about having the time, it's about making the time and choosing to make the time toward mm. the things that are going to change your life. Mm. Wow. Now, I'm getting ready to just change up the last question because what you just did was drop a hint of inspiration right there. And I, I want to leave that hint of inspiration right there. But my last question to you, um, I, I take my son uh, to swimming uh, lessons. Um, I believe it's East Cobb that that, I, that the area that that I take him at. And uh, when we get off the expressway, mm -hmm. we ride through a neighborhood that it's like nothing but mansions, right? Million dollar homes, right? Eleven. My son is eleven. He said to me one day, Denise. He said, "Dad, is it normal for people to live like that?" Mm. And when he asked me that question, uh, excuse me, 12, when he asked me that question, I, I told him, I said, yes, it's, it's, 
It's normal. It, it's normal. If, if that's the lifestyle you choose to live, you yes. can live that. And I tell him um, for, for the inspiration and the motivation that mommy and daddy, are. he's a baby. We're depending on you, right? Mm. You to be just as great and successful as you yes. can. So when we get up in age, you can live a lavish lifestyle. Yes. Still take care of mommy and daddy. Absolutely. But what are your thoughts on that for the for these new kids coming up with a question like that? Is it is it normal for someone to live that type of lifestyle? I got someone that can answer that. Destin, come here. Come here real quick. Would you say hey to the people? Hello. Let me ask you a question. Is there anything in this life that you can't have? No, ma'am. Mm. Are there anything? Is there any? Not even. Just give me one thing that you can't have, that you can't buy, that you can't get. Nothing. Wow. There's nothing. Mm. Nothing, right? All right. Thank you. Wow. 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 Teaching, girl. Teaching. You know. So I tell Dustin. I teach him. He literally knows. Like. You know, I've drilled that into him, you know, with whatever it is. If he ever tells me, like, oh, you know, I can't get there, that's too expensive, we don't talk like that. It's not a, It's not that anything wow. is too expensive. It's, it just means you need to make more money. Because mm. there is nothing mm. that, you know, a producer is producing without an invite. So think about wow. the largest and most expensive thing that you could think of buying. If it's being mm. created, it's because they have an end buyer. So why can't mm. you be that end buyer? Wow. So we wow. are choosing to limit our thinking. So it is 100% normal for people to live that way, for people who believe that they can live that way, and for people who are willing to work and sacrifice to get to a point where they can live that way. It's not for people who won't do that. That's the difference. Wow. Wow. Um, amazing! Shout out to Destin. I don't know if this is his first podcast, uh, but shout, shout uh, out. Yeah, maybe his first podcast feature. Yeah. <laughs> shout out, shout out, Destin. Um, it's it's crazy. You said you can get the things that you want. You just got to make more money if you can't afford it at this point. Absolutely. Wow. Just got to make more money. Wow. So I'm now, now it's about going back to the drama. How can I afford to get to that? Mm. But it's not, nothing is unaffordable. I don't feel like anything is unaffordable. It mm. just means I need to make more income to get what I want. Listen, amazing, amazing. Listen, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. I know you got to get to handling uh, business. I think I saw you put a post up that you're doing a deal for your, one of your clients right now. Yes. Uh, shout out to you saving your clients that am much amount of money that you saved them. Yes. Keep, keep doing $300,000. Wow. Keep doing what you're doing, sister. And, Thank and you. we will meet again in person one yes. day. Uh, and yo, you popping, girl. You are popping. Ah, look, uh, uh, call me Bobby Bobby I see, I see. <laughs> Listen, again, thank you for joining the Cashing and Dreams podcast. Thank um, you for having me. You guys, remember, you guys can go and get the book uh, from broke to uh, broker on denisethebroker.com. Uh, Thank you so much. The bio for the Mentorship Academy um, that is being created. I think she said it's going to launch next month. Um, yes. If you guys just click the link in her bio, her link tree is amazing. That um, 
boss up summit that Uh, uh, the, the boss up uh, summit that you guys did over there with rap, you gotta go check it out. I think it was like four hours and some change. Dope. Yes, yes. Like I said, it was done. Uh, they did that for free. Uh, powerful gems over there. It's all in her link tree. Um, in, in the link in her yes. box. You guys go support. Remember, passionanddreams.com is where you can grab um, the uh, Create Your Own Foundation or Forever Live on the Plantation uh, t-shirts. Shout out again to my new partner, um, the Melanin People app. Go and down. Right now, we're at like 10,000 uh, downloads right now. Oh, this wow. I have to go there. For us to get off the ground um, by us, someone created for us and by us. So you guys go it. and download this app. You can get it uh, in your um, in the Apple Store. Wherever you guys can go download an app, go down the Melanin People app now. Yes pleasure. Uh, I will continue to follow you. I don't consider you now a, a, a silent mentor, but I consider you a friend of the yes, show, and, and I applaud you um, for your story. Um, keep teaching that young man to be great. Um, like you said, he was destined for greatness. So keep instilling that in him. Um, Thank you. What, what else you guys uh, are doing over there, Williams and Cole. Shout out to your entire team. Your Thank you so much. Fifty of your of your agents. Um, yes. I can't wait to see the finishing results of your office with the loft up. Oh, it's gonna be so hot! Oh, it's gonna be hot! It's gonna be hot! I actually have my um, it, my agents in there. I don't know if you saw my recent post. Um, we're actually I created an investor club, so I'm actually teaching my team step by step how to invest in a real estate property. So I partnered with one of my investor um, friends and essentially we got a duplex. And now all of my agents that have joined that investor club are walking through the process of investing. So at the end of it, they'll all know how to purchase and acquire their own investment properties uh, to either buy and hold or fix and flip them. It's going to be incredible. So definitely stay tuned for that journey because I know no other brokerage is offering that uh, to really just show you you know, at an extremely low cost, how to purchase and renovate an investment property step by step. So we're walking them through the process. So every Tuesday we're out for the next six weeks going through that renovation project. So stay tuned for that because that's definitely next level. Yeah, and, and I want to go ahead and, and uh, piggyback on that. Just looking at that post, I believe you had over maybe 10 to over 10 people out there in that it yard. It's 20 people in my club, yep. It was amazing just to, yes. to went live and you guys were dropping those gems and just how um, you and, and your partners that were out there were teaching, like yes. you guys were really teaching. It's not like a, a mm -hmm. run along to see what we're doing. Like you're right. out in the yard actually taking these kids, I mean, these, these kids, these people who <laughs> uh, yes. teach them on what they need to do to buy back the block. Absolutely, absolutely. So I don't just keep, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be successful by myself. Mm. I want to genuinely help people. Like that's always been the goal. That's always been the mission. So on Tuesday, we're going to go see one of the renovation projects that are complete so that they can get inspiration because we're working on a duplex. So I split them into teams. Wow. And so they're going to be able to renovate and it's a whole competition. I'm essentially making a whole TV show for real. <laughs> um, 
out of, you know, they're going to be decorating and, you know, renovating their property properties. And whichever team has the best renovation is going to get a really big prize. So I'm excited. They're pumped up. They're excited. So we're going to go out to Home Depot on Tuesday. So y'all will mm. see. We'll give y'all some boxes on that. You know, we're going to give them their budget and they're going to pick the floor and decor and all of that. So it's going to be dope. Wow. I can't wait to see that. Um, hope you go live that day so we can all tune in. Yeah, I'm going to go live. I'm trying to go live. I'm trying to remember to go live. <laughs> Yes. Right. I, I I hope that happened. But listen, it was a pleasure. Um, I can't Thank wait to you. see what 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 you're you're here in the city for a reason. Yeah. I can't wait to um what you're gonna do with all of your ventures uh, across the board. But Atlanta needs more faces like you, Queen. So oh, can continue to be who you are and, and drop these gems and teach us what we need to do to be successful. So yes, it, it was a pleasure. Thank you guys for Thank talking. you so much. Thank you, everyone. Thank you all for your support. Uh, I appreciate it. Listen, she said, she always starts it off with, hi, CEOs. Hi, we're, CEOs. We're going to end it with, bye. Bye, CEOs. <laughs> all right, hey. it was a pleasure. Thank you. Listen, guys, that was such an amazing show. Thank you, Denise, the broker, uh, for tuning in. You guys, oh, my God, gems after gems after gems after gems. Denise, the broker, is where you can go and get that book again uh, from broke uh, to broker. Uh, she said click the link in her bio so you can go ahead and grab um, uh, or put yourself on this waiting list um, to be a part of her mentorship program. Um, cashingindreams.com is where you can go and grab the t-shirts that read create your own foundation or forever live on the plantation again shout out to my partners melanin people app go and download the app today download the app and just don't download it create your profile and engage with the people those people are our people. So engage with the people over there on the Melanin uh, People app. The link is uh, in, in, in my bio. You guys go and check it out. Um, download it. Shout out. Thank you. Excellent interview, Big Law. Appreciate you, D-Nice. Um, I love your interview. Thank you. If you guys are not following me, continue to follow me, please. Loved it. Uh, amazing. Y'all are amazing. Um, yes, please. Uh, go live. Love it. Dope interview. Hands clapped. Listen, that's super dope. The gems that she dropped tonight was amazing. Uh, I applaud her. Continue, guys, to tap into the Cashing and Dreams podcast. We are actually working on getting it on all platforms across the board. I was actually speaking um, with my brother-in-law today, telling him that's the next move. Um, May 11th will mark our year anniversary since we started this. So cashingandreams.com. You guys stick around. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that Cashing and Dreams podcast is real. Y'all have a good night.